NPR. Ladies, all the ladies, single ladies, hell, all the ladies out there, we have a problem. And we're not just talking about the gender pay gap, the glass ceiling, or spending more time out of the workforce. Oh, no. This is another fun one. We are talking today about how women don't invest as much as men. There are a lot of studies out there on this. And to be clear, we are talking about all kinds of investing. The stock market, bonds, 401ks. And lack of investing and knowledge about how to do it can have all kinds of serious consequences. Women have less money to retire on. They already tend to earn less than men. And on average, women live longer. So it's like the beginning of a startlingly bad waterfall of awful consequences. But there's this guy with a potential solution. He did a whole study on it, and he says it works. He and his colleagues had this idea. Maybe if they gave women, like, a tiny little push, like baby bird out-of-the-nest-sized push to get them started investing, it just might work. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Waylon Wong. And I'm Sally Herships. Today on the show, we look at how a teeny tiny little push, some newfound confidence, and also some free cash, may help women become more frequent investors. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Babson College. Discover Babson College's Master of Science in Management and Entrepreneurial Leadership Program, an intensive nine-month journey that equips recent college graduates with practical skills for today's dynamic business landscape. Tackle real-world challenges and emerge with a problem-solving mindset. Whether you choose to start your own business or innovate within a corporation, a master's from Babson will help launch your career forward. Apply today at babson.edu slash msleader. This message comes from NPR sponsor, American Express. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. So Mitra Cha, or Som is a professor at Stanford. Soam's main focus is looking at how economic development can help solve conflict around the globe. I grew up in India as well as industrial Scotland, and it seemed like, you know, part of the problem was poverty. If people have more money, there's less to fight about. And when it comes to poverty, there's one big antidote, development. And this is where women come in. Som says if there's one big lesson we've learned, it's that women's education and empowerment are critical when it comes to development. But back to that pesky problem. Som knew that overall, women don't invest as much as men, which is why he decided to do a study to tackle the issue. So we had asked people, have you invested in in any kind of stocks uh, before the study? And 40% of the men, roughly, had said that they had invested in some kind of stock For women, it was only around half of that. To understand why the gender gap here is so big, Soam says you have to know that women's lack of investment is directly tied to how they feel about their own financial literacy. And the word literacy literally, you know, is what it implies. It's about, you know, basic ideas about 
things like compound interest, about um, whether a stock or a mutual fund, um, you know, an index fund has more risk. These questions, women are you know, often really lag men by large proportions in many countries, including the United States. Once again, women lose. Sum says this idea of financial literacy is key, so he decided to measure the financial literacy of the participants in his study before and after. And I did something horrifying. I volunteered to take his quiz, even though I hadn't studied. But to be fair, I do invest in mutual funds, so I feel like I had a little leg up. Can you quiz me? Um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah. We won't air this if I don't know the answers. Well, I, I can ask you sort of the three okay. big three questions. Okay, um, I'm afraid. One is, supposing mm-hmm. you have uh, $100 in a savings account and the interest rate was 2% per year. After five years, how much do you think you would have in the account if you left the money in the account for the entire period? Can I use a calculator? Uh, no. <laughs> it's a multiple choice question. Okay, okay. So, is it... More than $102? Is it $102? Is it less than $102? Or you don't know? Spoiler alert, Sally, you did get it right. The answer is more than $102. But to be fair, that was the easiest question. In another study Stone told us about, only around 20% of women and 40% of men were able to answer basic questions about, you know, uh, compound interest and the risk of investing in individual stocks versus a fund. Oh, so everybody's bad at this. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's, <laughs> men are not great about this, and, and women are, unfortunately, e- even more so. And this is the feelings part. For women in particular, Soam says their lack of financial knowledge felt like a hurdle. Women didn't feel confident, so they didn't invest. And here's where we get to the nudge. Soam and his colleagues tried to give women investors a push to get them feeling confident, hopefully enough to invest. And here's how it worked. They gave a random group of investors, women and men, about $50 to $100 each. This is real money, by the way. They got one asset they could buy or sell, so it was quite simple. It was stock in big telecommunications companies or some big banks. And at the end of the study, which lasted up to seven weeks, they got whatever was left. Basically, we gave a link to a website and said, well, follow the asset on your own. (laughs) But, you know, every week we asked them to make the next decision, the trading decision buy, sell, or hold. And this next part is critical because the investors didn't get any lessons. They didn't get any stock investing tips. They were just left to figure things out on their own. And Soam says it worked. And so what we found is by just having an experiment where we had people learn by doing, people learned the answers to these questions. They became more confident in this, and women in particular. Soam says they checked in with the women a few months after the study. By then, not only were more of them investing, but the confidence gap between men and women had shrunk by about 40 percent, 4-0. Which is quite a lot. And the exercise was good for men, too, but for very different reasons. Um, one thing I've, you know, we found which is quite interesting is that Men, are, you know, their self, self-belief self that they know stuff was significantly higher than women at every single level. Oh, is he saying that men thought they knew more than they really did about investing? Oh, yes. That is exactly what he is saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think both men and women became, you know, more financially literate. But I think the men who didn't know stuff became aware that they didn't know stuff, which was, I think, helpful because I think a little bit of humility goes a long way in the stock market. Of course, we wanted to ask a lady person what she makes of all this. Blair Ducanet is a financial advisor, and a couple years ago, she wrote an op-ed in the New York Times with a pretty spicy title. 
consider firing your male broker. Her column was about how women are better suited in the profession than men. Because we stereotypically as as a gender are good listeners, more empathetic, um, but also better investors. By the way, Blair says she did not write that controversial op-ed title. The New York Times did. But she does appreciate it. And it was a wild success, in my opinion, because that's the reason people picked it up and read it. Either way, she agrees with Soam that women tend to need more confidence when it comes to investing. So whether it's investing or pretty much anything, the the evidence is out there that women tend to um, underestimate their abilities and men tend to overestimate their abilities. And that is true uh, when it comes to investing as well. But she points out it's not just about giving women confidence. They also need to learn the best way to invest. And that is not day trading, which can come with all these pesky taxes and fees. Instead, it's leaving your money alone and letting time and the eventual upward momentum of the markets do all the hard work for you. Jack Bogle, who was the founder of Vanguard, um, had a wonderful quote where he said people should invest consistently and never open their statements for 50 years, but then have a doctor standing by because they'll probably have a heart attack when they see how much money they have. Soam agrees, but he says the first step is giving women the confidence to invest in the first place. So come on in. The water is warm. This episode was produced by Corey Bridges with engineering by Robert Rodriguez and Josh Newell. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Keegan Cannon is our editor, and The Indicator is a production of NPR. There are a lot of issues on voters' minds right now. Six big ones could help decide the election. Guns, reproductive rights, immigration, the economy, health care, and the wars overseas. On the Consider This podcast from NPR, we will unpack the debates on these issues and what's at stake. You can listen to NPR's Consider This wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, American Express. Take your business further with the smart and flexible Amex Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits that help unlock more value from your business purchases. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.